Um, why do you think a lot of girls say they like confident guys? When you're confident in yourself, when the guy is confident, we project that onto the people around us and we help girls feel confident, right? Girls don't want to deal with insecure guys, bro. That's when you get domestic violence. It's where you going, why you dress like that, mm. you're fighting guys at the grocery store because they're staring at her. Mm. But insecure guys are a problem. With confidence, you unlock doors, you open opportunities, you can do more things, you can mm. take risks. And um, so, man, I just think confidence is a missing piece for so many people to like actually live awesome life. Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Ben Clark. Stoked to be here, ben. guys. Thanks for having me. Popping. Flew in from Denver today. Yes, sir. Figured first time in Vegas. Make a couple days out of it. Yeah. See man. what it's like. We'll show them a good time. Yeah, yeah we will. Is, is this it's still cold in Denver? Uh, it's warming up. Yeah, we oh, got okay. 70s. Sun's, sun's out 300 days a year. So. Yeah. Why'd you choose Denver? I'm curious. Dude, growing up, we did a ton of trips to national parks, and mm -hmm. I just love the outdoors. And uh, Denver's, it's got the mountains, it's got, you know, places just where we can just adventure. And it's just a slower area. Mm. Um, I've never been like a huge city vibe, like okay. to be able to, to sustain myself there. So Denver is kind of something I picked in college and just made it happen right when I graduated. I feel the same way about Washington State. Yeah, that's somewhere I've not been. <laughs> I've never been. Oh, my God. Naturistic air, there. The air quality is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the air quality here is not that good. No. no. Denver's not great. No, when I not. moved here there a couple of years ago, it was like some of the worst they'd ever have. Mm. Wow. Man, I mean, anywhere anywhere you go with a lot, big population, a lot of buildings nowadays, yeah. mm -hmm. you're going to have a hard time getting great yeah. air quality. So you're a confidence coach. How did you get into that? Yeah, man. I mean, I struggled with anxiety for a long time in my life mm -hmm. back in college. Um, I mean, I grew up always kind of being like the nice guy, always yeah. being a, the people pleaser, um, trying not to rock the boat. And so like what comes with that is really always seeking validation from people. And uh, I always kind of felt like growing up that I wasn't confident in myself. Mm -hmm. I like knew I could be, but I just didn't feel like I was and mm -hmm. could just express myself authentically. And coming into college, I just really was struggling like, feeling like I could fit in with what I deem kind of the cool crowd. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to be confident in myself. And uh, really, that kind of spiraled me down into a lot of social anxiety, getting to mm -hmm. a point where I felt depressed in my life, man. And I you know, didn't want to go do things, didn't want to interact with right. people. Um, and uh, kind of just one night sitting in my dorm room, avoiding going out and hanging out with people. I really just kind of came across this idea where like, I could change my life. Mm. Like if I start doing things differently, operating a little bit differently, um, I could make uh, help myself become confident. Mm. And so I just kind of went on a journey of like figuring out what is this game? What is this game of like, how can I be confident? Mm -hmm. And slowly over time started finding a part of myself that was a lot freer, mm. able to express myself more authentically and not feel like I had to compare myself mm -hmm. to everyone else and worry about what all people were thinking of me and all these things. And, like in that journey became confident in myself mm -hmm. and like a, a really awakened this kind of confidence that I always knew I had deep in me. Mm -hmm. And with confidence, you unlock doors, you open opportunities, you could do more things, you can right. take risks. And um, so, man, I just think confidence is a missing piece for so many people to like 
actually live awesome life mm. um and because i had went through that journey myself and mm. figuring out like what it takes and i found that i'm good at kind of creating a space for people to feel confident in themselves when mm. we're just talking um i just was like this is what i'm supposed to do and i mm. kind of had this this internal intuition that i just mm. kind of allowed got to guide me um and here i am nice do you think there's a line in between confidence and cockiness for sure but i i Hmm. cockiness is definitely not confidence Mm -hmm. because i think confidence truly is being able to walk into a room and not need to compare yourself to anyone in the room it's an energy it's an energy exactly where you just like you know that you're good and there's Hmm. other people in the room that might have done really and might be great and whatever but like when you show up for yourself and when you know who you are you don't need to compare yourself to anyone so i mean cockiness and arrogance is like Ego, it's That's, confidence and ego. It's, it's the it's the it's the cake. Mm. It's ego and confidence. You stir it up. Now you have confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah like really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's that inflated sense of ego. Yeah, 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 yeah where yeah. you just have to. Mm-hmm. And arrogance is really actually the opposite of confidence in yeah. a way because when you're cocky, when you're arrogant, you have to express that like you're better than people. Always. You have to make yourself because you don't feel like you're enough just as you are. You have to make your presence felt, be known. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have yeah. that. Hey. Uh, for sure. I, I made this much this year. Okay. Yeah, once you start dropping numbers. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you got some then you talk to somebody who made 100 million, and they're like, you made a million, that's it? Yeah. yeah. So it's real, like, real G's don't talk about yeah, numbers. Yeah, nah, they don't For talk sure. about numbers. For sure. Yeah. They don't, it's like tab- taboo. You yeah. don't want to bring yeah. that up. Yeah. Would you say being a people pleaser is a bad thing? Because we just had on a guest, Charlie Rocket, mm-hmm. who is, that's all he does. But it seems like there is a limit where it's kind of taken away from you. Yeah, I mean, I... I kind of refrain from the idea that it's a bad thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because when we say it's a bad thing, then people start to feel like, oh, I'm a people pleaser and it's bad. And then they feel more guilty about it themselves Mm -hmm. and they feel like they're not good, right? I think people pleasing is kind of this this line of like people pleasing itself is really just seeking validation. It's Mm -hmm. really just you don't feel okay just as you are. Mm -hmm. So you need to please people. You need to not rock the boat, not Mm -hmm. cause conflict, Mm -hmm. help. Be the first to raise your hand. I was that guy for plenty of years. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, like helping people is great, right? Of course. Being the service of people is totally different than people pleasing. Exactly. Because people pleasing is really a way of manipulating that person into getting validation. Mm -hmm. Not that the person's intentionally trying to manipulate for that validation. Mm -hmm. It's all happening subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, I think that genuineness of like wanting to help and that's part of like what I experienced was I loved helping people Mm -hmm. and like being a people pleaser and that nice guy gave me the like desire to want to serve people But I just didn't realize that there was so much of it where I just didn't feel like I was okay. Mm. So when you compare that, that you love helping people with knowing that you're okay, saying no, speaking your mind, having opinions and causing a little bit of conflict with people, then you start to kind of get into that magic space where Mm. now you're actually able to serve people. Because when you're people pleasing, you're just draining your cup. You're saying Mm. yes to everything Mm. and you're just like... You start to build resentment. Like mm. you're like, oh, I have to help this person. I really don't want to. I have all this mm-hmm. to do. And so then you have this negative energy towards mm-hmm. these people. And again, it's like it's all this energy. Mm-hmm. So when you fill your own cup up, when you put yourself first in a lot of ways and make sure that your needs are met, then you can really serve at a high level. Yeah, absolutely. So are a lot of people calling you selfish? I I don't think so. No. Uh-huh. But people do have that fear, right? But when is there a fine line between being selfish and just putting yourself first because mm. 
if Sean puts himself first, if and I'm at and I'm pulling from Sean, but he's like, I can't do it today, and I call him selfish. Mm. Is he being selfish or does he just have to do? And mm. I want him to do what I want him to do for my own pleasing and my own ego. Mm. So yeah, selfish is more so a word that's being thrown at you when you don't appeal to his needs. Interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, remember, that makes sense, though. you would never call yourself selfish. But then once that word is thrown at you, it, it gives you a guilt trip. For sure. That's true. It's yeah. the other person trying there to you like get you yes. to meet their needs. There you go. Because they don't feel, again, like they are enough just as they are. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they, you know, it's like, oh, you're not, you're not validating me. I need help and you're not going to help me. Mm-hmm. But it's like if Sean's got shit to do and Sean's got, you know, things on his list or whatever and and it's like if he if you know that that's going to drain energy, it's like we got to make sure that we have good energy because then I can show up, especially in relationships, you know, mm-hmm. and that comes up so often people yeah. not helping others. But it is this line. Right. And I think at the end of the day, whatever your intention is, like if your intention is to serve people, mm-hmm. you're going to have to put yourself first. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to do yeah, right. You right. got responsibilities. Um, but a lot of people are afraid that they're being selfish when we're putting ourselves first. Oh, if I like that's a lot of people come to me. They're well, like, in order for you to serve the proper way, you would have to have serve yourself first. For I sure. can't serve you until I'm put in a position to serve you. So you have to put yourself first. It's, mm. it's almost like it's, it's, it's inevitable, right? hundred percent. Catch 22. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are no value. If you haven't placed value on yourself in order for you to be a value to him, to me. Facts. Facts. It, it's, it, we live in a weird society. We do. But, yeah. and that's the point though, like mm. you were making is people shame selfishness. They, mm. they say you're selfish. You're being selfish. So then people are afraid mm. to put themselves first because mm. then they have this connotation that if I put myself first, I'm selfish. But exactly as you said, mm. You can't serve anyone if you've got no no energy yourself and you don't put this value onto yourself. Mm-hmm. More value you feel within yourself that you know you have, mm-hmm. you give that to the world. Right. And you help other people feel more right. valuable. Right. So the greatest act of service is no like taking the time to love yourself, to be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, so I mean that's that's what I love helping people do. Because we have these conversations, it seems so obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to so many people, we don't learn this. It's right. just like guilted onto us. Well, because it's these these kind of gimme gimme mentality that we live in, especially now, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. we even just look on social media. It's a, it's a what it's a, it's a what you can do for me first. Yeah. Mm. Never like what you can provide for the world, what you can give to the world. It's like a what you can do for me. Right. So that's the society that we grow up in. I mean, that's the society that we're bringing up in the society that we're actually raising. For sure. So now you have this gimme, gimme, gimme type of mentality. So it's kind of hard not mm. to someone not to call you selfish if I want you to do what I want you to do. Facts. Yeah. One of the things you talk about on your social media is energies. Mm-hmm. You believe there's masculine energy and feminine energy. Yes. Do you believe guys should tap into their feminine energy more? Absolutely. I mean, we all have a balance of masculine feminine, fem, and feminine energy. Like, I mean, everything in the universe has a masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. We I mean, we talk about you know God or the universe or source energy as the father. Mm-hmm. We talk about nature, the earth mm-hmm. as mother. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like we all intuitively know it, but so again, society mm-hmm. has shamed this idea of men having a feminine side because mm-hmm. it's so bad to have it. It's like, but it, there's the words masculine and feminine have a connotation to mm-hmm. us, but like we just 
make it out to be something that it that it's not because we hear masculine we think man we hear feminine we think woman but it's not it's masculine is the the sense of drive right it's the sense of us putting our will into things and making stuff happen and moving forward feminine energy is the intuitive creative nature within us it's our it's when we get present and we calm down we stop with all the thinking and the the planning and the problem solving mm. and we just allow something greater than us to kind of work through us and i think a lot of people in a lot of ways when we slow down and we kind of reflect on our life like there's moments where you're like wow i like i don't even know where that idea came from mm-hmm. or i don't know where that deep connection that i had with someone came from mm-hmm. and that's really what's where the feminine energy is coming into play it helps us nurture the the things that we're doing and um so yeah i, I think absolutely men should take the time and here's the thing is like you don't have to go act like a woman right it's just, yeah, yeah, right yeah, it's like not people have this idea yeah. but it's just <laughs> not what that means right? it's just like <laughs> slow down mm-hmm. and just like stop trying to fix everything and solve everything and try to find the solutions and if we quiet ourselves down and we just stay in the moment we find that solutions come to us more naturally opportunities do how do you feel about women exuding masculine energy or bragging about i have masculine energy Mm. how do you feel about that like granted you saw men should have a not i'm not gonna say equal balance of masculine and feminine but you like yours you were saying that it means that you kind of settle and you kind of allow things to kind of pass you yeah but how do you feel about a woman exuding um, masculine energy i think it's beautiful right mm-hmm. because we all have a balance within us and mm-hmm. it's not 50 50 for everyone it no. could be 80 20 60 40 yeah. whatever right mm-hmm. and so every woman has masculine energy and here's the thing is i mean we talk about it's the same thing as yin and yang right that's mm-hmm. masculine and feminine right. mm-hmm. and so when women start to embrace that masculine energy, their drive to do things, mm-hmm. that excitement to actually solve things and go in and make things happen, mm-hmm. you're helping balancing the energy. And so, but I think at the end of the day, it's like whatever really feels good. Like that's, I mean, cause we can't, I can't say, oh, I have 60% masculine. And so I'm gonna lean in 60%, right? How do you, know right? Yeah. you just like allow yourself to find the balance of what feels good. And so like, if a woman has a drive to go do something, to, to make something happen, to build a business, mm-hmm. all the power to you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like a lot of women aren't necessarily gonna have that drive to wanna do that mm-hmm. a lot have a lot of feminine energy and want to nurture and be mm-hmm. creative and and support you know people that have more masculine energy mm-hmm. and are building something so right. yeah man i mean i think i support everyone leaning into what feels good mm-hmm. and not shaming women for being in the workforce mm-hmm. or not it's mm-hmm. like we just get we, we create all these conversations to try to it's like mm-hmm. this kind of toxic energy to try to figure out what's right versus wrong right. whereas like we just can allow ourselves to flow through life and do what feels good and mm. is of service to others. And like, I think it really comes down to, to that without overthinking too much more. So if someone comes to you, lack of confidence, I mean, and I'll ask them, let's just say they have no confidence. Like, what's the start of building that self-confidence? What's the first thing that you tell them to do? Mm. First thing is focusing on what I call life force. And, you know, Tony Robbins talks about life force as well. So it's not just my thing, but it's really this idea that we have this underlying energy that mm. emanates through us. And there's times in our lives where we feel fired up, excited. We feel really good. Mm. And there's times when we feel really down. We mm. feel like actually 
contracted and compressed in our energy. Mm -hmm. So what I want to do with someone that's really feeling low energy, low confidence is start just getting that life force flowing because that's something that we can naturally get going in our lives. And when we have that energy flowing, it makes really awakening this confidence that's already within us so much easier. Mm -hmm. So really the life force, uh, I look at it as like a three tiered pyramid. Mm -hmm. At the bottom is our relationship with our body. Then it's our relationship with ourself. And then it's our relationship with our people. A lot of people try to go right to the people Mm -hmm. because they want to have friends. They want to have a relationship because they don't feel whole inside and they think that that's going to complete them, right? But when we get our relationship with our body right, the base of the pyramid by eating healthy, moving daily, getting sleep, like the simple things. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, my background is in evolution and ecology, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I like to think about is like, how did our bodies evolve? We mm-hmm. evolved out on the savannas. We ate natural, mm-hmm. organic foods. We slept with the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, we were moving daily. Yeah, so we, big on that. Yeah. yeah, man. And you probably have noticed the more that you get into it, the better you feel. Yeah. Oh, by far. Once I started grounding, once I started eating organic, yeah. you know, getting sunlight as soon as I get up, my life changed. Sean is literally... I'm surprised he got shoes on. Sean yeah, dude. <laughs> Sean, surprised he's not naked in here. Beard just changed. I go pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah he's been I'm, going hard. I'm out barefoot as yeah. often as I can, man. And yeah. like, but the more we do it, yeah. the better we just we start to tap into something within us that, like, yeah. again, I keep talking like awakened confidence, right? Yeah. We have this innate confidence within us. Mm-hmm. It's starting to awaken it. Right. And by getting our life force right, by treating our body well, mm. we start to do that. And then we start building our relationship with ourselves. Right. And then our relationship with our people will come more naturally yeah. when we get this flowing. So mm. that's the first thing we're doing, man. We're, so we're, that's step one. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, what's the move? Yeah. So uh, the next is really starting to create some clarity in our lives mm. because, I mean, most people are just we're funneled through a school system we've got our parents are telling us this is what makes sense this is what we're going to do we've got society we've got the government like all of these things telling us what to food, do right eating, food blocking clarity everything yeah. and it's so it's like we're funneled down this path and we're never really taught to say what do you really want to do mm-hmm. and like maybe in college they they ask us like well what do you want to pick a major but it's like these are the majors where you're going to be able to make money. These are the ones where people are going to look like you're not that great, right? Mm-hmm. These are the ones that are going to give you high status. We're pressured into this, like, what does everyone else really wants to do? Mm-hmm. So helping people step back and say, what do you want to do? What are you passionate about? What are you good at? What do you love to do? What could you get paid for? Mm-hmm. What does the world need from you? And just helping people start to tap into, like, this innate sense of reason for being, right? The mm-hmm. Japanese call this ikigai, a mm-hmm. reason for being. It's like our purpose. So helping people kind of tune in to what makes sense with their strengths, their weaknesses, what they're interested in. And then just like say, okay, if your parents weren't here, like telling you this is good, this is bad. If society didn't say, it's like, what do you want to create in your life? Mm-hmm. What would you want to do? And a lot of people get paralyzed with the sense of clarity because it's like, I don't know what I want to do. Or you start, you write something yeah. down and a week later, you're like, but is that it? It's like, you just need something. Mm-hmm. So then we, so we've got our energy flowing, right? right our life force right. starting to get going. Now we have a vision for ourselves mm-hmm. that's compelling, mm-hmm. that excites us. Right. Now we've just got this fire lit under us. And now, you know, then we can start diving into kind of the deeper spots of, of really helping ourselves awaken confidence. But like that, we got to have clarity and direction mm-hmm. over where we're going. Cause otherwise we're just floating around like, trying to figure it out do you ever get frustrated on your uh like on your mentorship or your coaching calls when when you can't really like penetrate people or they're not really grasping the concept do you ever get frustrated you know 
sometimes I'm, mm. I'm more frustrated, not that they can't, but that I can't help them mm. see something that I might be able to see. Mm. But here's the thing is like, it's not about me and it's not about me getting them to see something. It's about me helping them see what they already know, but maybe forgot. Like, so I, again, when I get frustrated, it's about me, right? It's about me wanting the validation. Yeah, I yeah. got it. Yeah. But I don't know your life. I don't know your life, right. right? There's so much that's involved in other people's lives. And so it's really just when that happens, mm-hmm. I slow down and I see like, what am, what outcome am I trying to get them to that I want them to get mm-hmm. to? And it's just like, how can I ask better questions that just helps them start to illuminate things that, that make more sense to them. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, for sure. Cause I'm like, this could really help you but uh you know and part of it man is just like giving that energy of listening mm-hmm. helps mm-hmm. people actually start to see it what would you say percentage wise like how much how many men do you speak to that just aren't confident like mm. i mean out of let's say out of 20 what, what are we looking at man i mean it's tough because the people that come to me mm-hmm. aren't feeling confident right oh, so they come to you purposely because they're not feeling confident yeah i mean that's you know people are coming in and it's like hey you talk about confidence right yeah. all the time and i don't feel confident i feel mm-hmm. anxious but i mean i think there's more people that really don't feel confident in themselves truly confident that than we think i mean like i don't know 15 out of 20 people it's got to be high because the obese rate 60 percent. so those people aren't confident in their body most yeah. of them you know it's got to be pretty high yeah, and, and we're all caught up in kind of this narrative in our minds, the story that the ego really tells us. We talked yeah. about ego earlier, but ego isn't necessarily arrogance. Ego is just the part of our mind that's really creating all the stories. It's mm-hmm. it's producing these thoughts. And so like people and that part of us never feels like it's enough. Mm-hmm. It always needs more, needs validation, needs this outcome. Mm-hmm. It, it never feels enough. And so the more that people are identified with the ego, that part of us, the more that we're not going to feel whole. And then we're not really going to feel confident. But I think a lot of people do a good job of putting on a facade of confidence. Right, for sure. But when we really get into it, yeah. there's a, a sense of lack there. Yeah. So what advice do you give for guys like when when it comes to dating? Mm. Do, you, do you deal with those guys too? You know, yeah, because everyone wants, like so many people, especially when we're not feeling confident, yeah. wants to be in a relationship. Yeah. It's like, because we're trying to fill a part of us that feels empty. Mm-hmm. So truly, like that's the hard part is I'm kind of like, like we talked about earlier, like we got to get our relationship right with ourselves mm-hmm. before you're trying to seek out someone mm-hmm. else to help you do that. Mm-hmm. Because like that's a sense of object consciousness where then we start to project onto someone else. This person makes me feel good. Then we get in a relationship and we haven't completely f- became whole within ourselves or recognize that within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we start putting our feelings, like giving that person control of our feelings. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, Because when you really learn how to love yourself, I mean, we reflect onto the world what we're feeling about ourselves, what we think about ourselves. So if we don't feel whole within ourselves, we project that onto people. Mm. And so, I mean, you know, all the power to people that want to go and and be in relationships and explore that. But at the end of the day, man, like working on yourself, spending some time with you, getting that masculine, that feminine energy balanced with you, it's going to help you have yeah. a much more meaningful Cooper said that relationship. Too. Work on yourself first. Yeah, Cooper yeah. is big on that. Um, why do you think a lot of girls say they like confident guys? Because like we were saying earlier, man, mm. confidence is an energy, mm. right? And when you're confident in yourself, when the guy is confident, we project that onto the people around us and we help girls feel confident, right? Mm. So if you feel confident, then that energy goes around. The girl's going to be with you. They're going to feel confident being with you. They're going to feel more confident in themselves. So it's just, it's a magnetic energy. Mm. When people aren't confident, it's like, 
I mean, honestly, you know, you were with someone that you could tell really is not yeah. confident. You're just kind of like, it's hard to kind of build a really good relationship with that person because mm. they haven't, again, they haven't done it Your with themselves. Girls don't want to deal with insecure guys, bro. That's when you get domestic violence. It's where you going, why you dress like that. Mm. You fighting guys at the grocery store because they're staring at her. Mm. It's a, but insecure guys are a problem. For sure. Yeah. Is meditation underrated? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when I, yeah. that was one of the early things that I started doing as like a, how can I start to become more confident? And people talked about meditation of like, it helps you be more in the moment. First of all, it's mm -hmm. huge for tapping into that feminine energy mm -hmm. as a man and as a woman, right? I mean, women themselves don't all have a really healthy feminine energy. So mm -hmm. allowing women a space to slow down. So, but here's the thing is, we are not our thoughts. Mm -hmm. We are the, the one behind our thoughts that's aware of all of them. Meditation is the practice that helps us build the muscle of coming back to who we truly are, mm -hmm. of seeing our thoughts and saying, oh, someone cuts me off on the way to work. And I could get super sucked into that and frustrated and ruin my whole day. Or I could say, because I've been practicing meditation, oh, I noticed those thoughts just came <laughs> up and drove me to feel mm -hmm. a way that didn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. Come back to center back right. to my breath mm. and when you do that you just start to feel way more peace in your life and you like i never practiced meditation to be really more confident well I've, I've done meditation but not in the sense of like to go with the like feel confident mm. I've, mm. I've, i haven't heard of that yeah there's different types okay i do a manifestation meditation okay Joe yeah. Dispenza. yeah yeah so yeah, you, like you're one. more is there more visualization mm. involved there yeah How does that work? Uh, i'm not there yet my eyes are closed and i'm trying to manifest good things in my life and mm -hmm. be grateful and thankful yeah. Yeah. so is that the more of the thinking about everything or yeah i'm trying to manifest so i'd say thinking gotcha yeah yeah yeah, which also super powerful, right? Mm -hmm. But I think there's definitely, yeah, it's something different of just tapping into mm -hmm. to being right here. And that's the thing is when we start meditating, like we get lost in thoughts. It's like you get lost in a story and it comes back. But we are so used to being lost in our thoughts that it feels good. Mm -hmm. It feels normal. It feels familiar. So like we might be sitting meditating and all of a sudden a good idea comes and we're like, run with it, run with it, run with it. Mm -hmm. But the practice is saying, okay, I can detach from that. That idea has now come up. Mm -hmm. it, it's there. I can yeah. tap into that at any point now, but I have to slow myself down and be quiet. So, yeah, I, in visualization, that manifesting mm -hmm. energy of feeling what mm -hmm. you desire now, yeah. so powerful. And if you're not doing it, do it, right? So the thought of having a clear mind doing meditation is certain practices. Mm -hmm. In your case, you're thinking about everything good. Your mind isn't clear. You're yeah, but it's focused thinking. I'm not letting my, mm -hmm. my mind wander Wonder. off like you said. Gotcha. Yeah. And you're tapping into energy. Yeah. 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 Ben, dude, that was a great episode. Learned a lot. It was over? Yeah, it's been 30 minutes, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Any closing comments? Dude, uh, happy to be here, man. Uh, if, if people don't feel confident in themselves, just know that you can become confident. And confidence will unlock so many opportunities. Um, yeah, uh, so that's what I'm here to do, man. I, I want to just help people learn how to love themselves and spread that to the word or to the world. And so I appreciate you guys having me on and being able to have a conversation about it. Love it. Wayne? Follow me on Instagram at the creator. Sean Mike Kelly, Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Peace.